0: Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Tapcaf Transmissions, one of two Star Wars podcasts. Did you know that, Justin, that there's other Star Wars podcasts?
1: I didn't, but I will say this one now has 100% more gamers because...
0: Because of that phone?
1: Yeah, Corey's got a new phone, and it's pretty epic. What's the other Star Wars podcast?
0: I was making that up. There actually isn't any oh, okay. other one. This is the only one. Okay. But I hope everyone mm-hmm. is doing well. I am Corey, and joined, as always... By my illustrious co-host, mm. Mr. Justin Eckhart's Ladder. How are you doing, Justin?
1: I'm well. I'm well. How are you? I, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. just
0: good. Just good. Well, my, just I will well. say,
1: my stomach did sort of... I, like, my heart fell into my stomach when you mentioned that we were one of two Star Wars podcasts. But
0: Yeah, well, I think uh, Star Wars Explained has been on other podcasts, but they were, like, mostly... Halo and MasterChef America podcast, mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah. but because he's on there, they count as Star Wars podcasts, right? And okay. like he'd have to make the Castle Run to get beyond the Outer Rim uh, to get on any of those other podcasts. But, <laughs> but
1: all yeah. right, gamer, let's 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 talk about this week. Any exciting news? We had that Mandalorian uh, trailer number two.
0: Yeah, and on the one hand, it was a waste of time. Mm -hmm. but on the other hand it was fine because i don't care that we don't know a lot going into mandalorian season two and i don't want to know a lot going into mandalorian season two i was going to watch it regardless and i didn't want to be spoiled on anything and i'm not spoiled on anything i will say it does show i think
1: that they're confident about the series Mm -hmm. about season two because they haven't felt the need to drop any baby yoda 2.0 to get us hooked in it doesn't mean that there won't eventually be a Baby Yoda 2.0, but it kind of means that, yeah, there. this show's good, and it's just like with season one. If it was a bad show or if it were a bad show, they probably would have had Baby Yoda in the previews because, I mean, it's a really cute Baby Yoda thing.
0: Yeah, and at this point, we're making our way up to Toddler Yoda, uh, and then mm-hmm. I guess, like, Preschool Yoda, mm-hmm. Kindergarten Yoda, I'm not exactly clear on all the stages of child development, to be honest. Uh, I used to be one. He not ob- object
1: but... permanence yet. He's still
0: got a while to go. Hmm. Permanence or permience? I think you said the right one. Okay. Well, I said both, so. Yeah.
1: I think when you corrected me backhandedly, I think that was the correct one.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there so we were talking about was it last episode or two episodes ago where we started off talking about how we uh we don't like each other we just have a
1: mm-hmm. most
0: begrudging grudging respect like adam and jamie of the mythbusters yeah and that was supposed to be a joke uh, alleged i mean no it wasn't all uh, it's totally accurate but then you get to the end of the episode and it's the last thing is just you telling me to fuck off so <laughs> it, it was good it was a nice bookend to yeah the whole podcast but we are here not to talk about our relationship. That's for Brio Kart later tonight over on mm-hmm. X2. <laughs> what mm-hmm. a plug. What a plug. Uh, <laughs> we are instead going to be talking about a little book called Star Wars colon
1: lightsabers.
0: The Young Jedi Knights, colon, Book 4, colon, The Shadow Academy series, colon, lightsabers.
1: Ascendancy. <laughs>
0: Chaos rising <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean So there there is I, a lot of chaos rising in this book So I think uh, that's actually more accurate Well,
1: I would say that there's chaos threatening to rise But never truly rising Because, mm. alright, so I want to talk a bit about Luke's Luke. philosophy Luke uh, Exergun's exer-
0: philosophy exer- when,
1: Luke. It, when it comes to training students We get at the beginning of this book the fact that Luke's like Alright, shit's getting real And like, we're gonna have to step up the training. Yeah, for one, like Luke, you haven't really been training them at all. Like you've been letting them run around in the forest. (laughs) But okay. Well, should we?
0: Should before we get too deep into uh, the do's and don'ts of running a Jedi academy, should we do a quick rundown of the, uh, of the? uh, Oh, it's called. So this this section, as Valerie and Chad is pointing out, is actually called Jedi Sunrise. I don't have the printed version in front of me. Uh, and I, I'm not entirely sure my ebook copies are what we would call official. Uh, so it doesn't say the arc names, Oh, but I do right, remember that. Like, yeah. I, I had the, it's like a yellow book. I had that when I yeah, was. Yeah, but... yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Good call, Valerie. You want to talk about the plot, do you? Which is what I was getting to.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think we should do like the, the rundown, like we've been trying to do. and like, right, Sometimes we're well, getting to How how do... about,
1: how about then you shut the f- up and maybe I'll get to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All just right. do it <laughs> okay so we've got the shadow academy and a kind of looming threat so luke decides luke. that luke's four favorite students the privileged four um really just Jaina and jason and the two people that they've kind of dragged along with them plus a droid now are ready to learn and build their first lightsabers so they build their lightsabers Uh, There is a tragic accident at the school, and Tenelkaw loses her arm, and then they go to uh, the Hapes' uh, cluster for a month, and that's basically it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, well, (laughs) Tenelkaw has to find herself, Yes. Uh, and they kind of do that. There's an assassination attempt, but why does Luke not—let's not bury the lead here. Okay. Why does it mention Tion's alien eyes? yeah right i i had to google that afterwards i was like what but she
1: do got some weird eyes though what what does that mean she's not she's human right well she's near human if you google it she's got like these like uh i don't know what was her last name at this point i know she's a soul you saw later but she's a near human and if you i look thought her the-
0: near human version was just human
1: well, if you look at her eyes, they they do be looking kind of alieny, though.
0: All right, I don't remember. Oh, go- yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of strange. Hmm.
1: But basically, Lucas scrambling because he hasn't taught anybody anything at this point. Um. And... Brackus
0: has taught them a lot of stuff, and yeah. Jason keeps referencing. I'm just gonna do what Brackus told me to do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Jason. There's a you mentioned that you kind of texted this to me. I heard told to me on a stream last night. Jason is, gets, starts to get a little uh cry to see around this point early on. We start to see a few cracks showing. Uh, I think even the first crack is during his battle with uh, or his 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 practice duel where he's almost like egging on Tenkawa bit. I thought.
0: Well, there's and like, that, and he's also talking about how he's gonna like. Uh, channel his pain yeah, channel and I felt his like pain. oh am I reading Darth Bane again? Yeah, but no because it's good, but um <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: there's definitely gonna be some sort of reddit thread about like wow this podcast sucks, you know, it's bad when they like Young children's books more than Darth Bane and yeah, this book has
0: some nuance in it, which is nice <laughs> They're they're just shitting on legends by comparing <laughs> it to other legends <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fence sitters. <laughs> yeah. How can you say Legends is good, but also say some parts of Legends are better than others?
1: It's honestly just kind of rude that we do that, I think.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so
1: I forget what were we talking about before we got on. Uh, the Luke's incompetence.
0: Uh, I, oh yeah, we were talking about. We, I was gonna. The joke was that you do barely talk about the main thing there with the lightsabers, mm-hmm. but actually, I went off in another direction and instead yeah, went yeah, for yeah. a minor point okay, so, that was yeah, irrelevant.
1: Okay. Yeah. So again, more just complete bull from yeah. Corey and just completely disrupting the flow of the podcast. Anyway, now I can't. Okay. <laughs> the thing I want to talk about is like, like Luke at this point is completely failing. He's scrambling to make Jedi because honestly, the young Jedi Knights haven't been doing anything. And in this Luke, com- like, so what happens is Tenel and Jason get into a lightsaber battle. Um, Teno lightsaber fails. And they're Jason sparring. That, yeah. They're sparring. Sorry. Before sorry.
0: anyone gets the wrong idea here. Yeah.
1: Um, they have a lightsaber battle later on as well, if you know what I mean. Um, Well, one of them has a lightsaber. But anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) Tenelka's lightsaber fails, and Jason cuts through her arm. There's a lot of problems with this, and she loses her arm as well. There's a lot of problems with this. First of all, like, is there no training settings here? Like, they are fighting with full blades. Second of all, Tenelcaw's main issue is that she is not really embracing the force or being a Jedi. She believes ultimately that she should have to rely on herself physically. So like up until this book, whenever she gets in a fight, she's relying mostly on her force power. I mean, on her physical powers rather than, you know, the force she kicks Tam Kai in the shins in a pretty epic moment. She's always kind of going out of her way, not to use the force. And I feel like that's something Luke should have picked up on because she yeah. kind of just haphazardly constructs her lightsaber. Um, so it's like Luke didn't notice that. Luke didn't have them use training sabers. And then it's just big psychological scarring for everyone
0: involved. Yeah. Like, I feel like at the bare minimum, Luke should have been like, hey, these are the parts you need. And then when you're done, I will look at what you've made. And <laughs> yeah, least... I feel like that's the absolute bare minimum. Instead, it's like, here's the anarchist cookbook. Make me a dirty bomb. And then Jaina's <laughs> like, don't worry, I've got batteries in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like epic. Lobaka literally does the equivalent of me going upstairs and taking apart my TV, turning that into a lightsaber and be like, hmm, it makes colors. <laughs> yeah. Did he make his out of his Skyhopper? I can't remember. Uh, no, he went to an old display from the. Oh, yeah, yeah, right.
1: He was going over all the old Rebel stuff. He's got a CRT light bulb in there. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a crystal. Because back at this point, it's like they don't, you don't have to use special crystals from Illum or anything. It's like... No. any crystal um, works. Yeah, Jason uses the one he got from the... Is, is it a Corsica gem? Is that what it is? I, yeah. I forget. Kreska. Yeah, from the Yavin. Oh, yeah, Corsica gem from the, the gas giant. Uh, Jaina makes her own crystal, which I I thought that was a pretty cool scene, even though it kind of gives Jaina a pretty big boost in like her force competency, I thought.
0: Uh, no, it, you're kind of just guiding a natural process and making it faster. Yeah. And she's like, like just seeing things
1: on an atomic level.
0: Eh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not too upset about it.
1: No, I'm not. I liked it. I'm not saying it was bad. I, I quite enjoyed it. Like seeing her kind of improve her power. And that's one thing that's nice about the fact that there's like 15 books in this series. We're not seeing like huge jumps of like one day they're a Jedi master. It's like, we're actually yeah. seeing small progression. Cause in the first book, they didn't use the Force like at all. Um, and in this book, you know, they're starting to kind of lean into it a little bit more, and I'm sure by the end, it'll be much, much more. Um, so that's... Jason has the has the Kruska gem. Uh, Jaina makes her own. Uh, Lobaka gets his from an old TV. And then Tenelkog goes in a volcano and gets hers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she just grabs the nearest thing. Uh, like the first uh, yeah. crystal she finds, and then they all have some impurities in it. She's like, oh, whatever. Because Tenelka's big thing is she wants to be relying on herself and not a weapon. Yeah. Uh, so she doesn't see the distinction between properly constructing your weapon and then relying on it rarely and mm-hmm. p- improperly constructing your weapon and hoping that your skills are going to make up for the fact that you have not properly built your lightsaber. Uh, yeah, but they, exactly. do, they do get some training with their real lightsabers before they end up swinging them at each other because they do the remote thing. Uh, oh, and yeah. Luke has a bunch of the helmets sitting around. Uh, which they're they're specifically getting rid of like uh, red light. So it's filtering mm-hmm. out red light in this. And the uh, remotes are painted red. I enjoyed yeah. that scene. But this is fine for Tenel Ka, Jason, and Jaina. Mm-hmm. What Luke does for Lobaka is take the blast <laughs> visor off and tie a strap to it to go around his head. Now, these yeah. are like hard plastic or metal even and that is just strapped directly to that just sounds so incredibly uncomfortable
1: yeah it didn't feel didn't sound very fun i mean Lubak has had the most abuse throughout the entire series at this point like mm-hmm. he's the only one who really has to deal with anything at the shadow academy like jason and jaina basically just have to wear black for a couple of days Lubak is like getting outright tortured and high yeah. pressure water shot at him and stuff yeah, it's basically um,
0: the adventures of Lobaka and his three rich friends.
1: <laughs> Lobaka's called a pet in this one. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not very epic for him, but I, I like that scene, though. It was kind of cool. It reminded me a bit of what we got in episode nine as well. For one, because the remote in that one's red, but also because Tenelka ends the battle pie. She chops hers in half, which I thought was
0: kind of interesting. One. Hmm. Yeah. But we get the duel. Uh, Jaina and Loey have a nice fight. Finishes with Jaina doing a front flip over Lobaka's head, I think. And I was mean, like, well, that's over. <laughs> she had the high ground. It's over. Yeah. And uh, then we get to Jason and Tenelkaz. And they're, like, taunting each other, like you were saying, going just going at it. And mm-hmm. then they do the thing where they're, like, leaning up against doing the saber crush thing where it starts crackling. And then Tenelkaz can't hold up to the... Mm-hmm. To the stress of that, and it yeah. it literally explodes. It just KC is and blows
1: up, and I, I like that, because it was like there's literally nothing Jason could have done really, like, like with his level of training anyway, mm-hmm. um, but there's still no way he's not going to feel guilty, so he's kind of dealing with that throughout the whole book, which was cool.
0: And, ironically, by arming these children, Luke also <laughs> disarmed one of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... After that, as we mentioned, um, Tencal returns because Tencal is the uh, she's two character. She's the 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 spawn of two characters from the courtship of Princess Leia, uh, Telenial Joe, and Princess Older. One from the uh, Dathomiri side, one from the Hapen side. So she's returning to Hapes. Um, is she on Hapes or Hapes itself? I think she is right. The capital planet.
0: Uh, when she's recovering. Yeah. Yeah, they're on they're on apes. Because they've got yeah. they've got they're at the palace and then they're at Re Fortress.
1: Right. Um and her grandmother's there. And I remember when I was reading this that uh Jason tortures the shit out of her uh the grandmother in uh Legacy of the Force. Oh, I
0: thought you were like it's, like in this book. Like what edition no, were you reading? No. Remember he like he tortures her with like brain electricity? Yeah, he Jason is not great to Tanelca's family by the end of it, mm-hmm. uh, because he is it. Does he behead a soldier?
1: Yep. Yeah, he decapitates
0: a soldier. Yeah. Between Tanelca's parents, I wonder who is older. Huh. Oh fuck's sake, Corey. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, yeah. Tanoq's grandmother basically thinks this is going to be the end of Tanoq's strange dreams of mm-hmm. Jedi ness, which mm-hmm. uh, she's always been hoping Tanoq will come out of because she's the yep. sole heir to the Hapen throne. There's no other mm-hmm. siblings that she has, and Hapen politics totally are trying to take terrible. Advantage of it. Yeah, so she's like, "Oh, no arm, no Jedi. You can be a politician <laughs> though." And uh, so they. She's stuck there. She's wearing the Haven finery for the first time. Uh, and that is the symbol of her losing her own way. Uh, mm-hmm. But after the accident, she's not able to talk to her friends. Luke keeps her in the little medical bay and then Tachum comes and grabs her. Uh, mm-hmm. But it seems like just Hapes has to be the most dangerous place for a Haven royal family member to be. There's way oh, too absolutely. many assassination attempts. Yeah.
1: And that's a consistent thing, too. Like, there are yeah. multiple times. Uh, I think that happens in once little Alana comes. I think there's a couple of assassination attempts against her. Yeah, that's
0: that's why she's gallivanting around the galaxy on uh, mm-hmm. a Millennium Falcon all the time. Yeah, which is definitely much safer. But, uh, what was I going to say? Is Tenennial still alive by then?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Doesn't she die? I thought she I died. I thought she dies in the
0: Vong War at some point, but.
1: Doesn't she get really depressed or something? Doesn't she? Doesn't she lose another child or something? Am I getting
0: them mixed up? Does she? Tenennial? I'm getting them mixed up. Hold on.
1: I forget what I. Yeah, Tenennial suffered a force induced miscarriage. Yikes! uh, That left her semi catatonic, Um, and then she's executed by Tachu.
0: Okay. So So Tachu is not very a cash money. Yeah. Yeah. So by the end it's just uh it's just Tenelka and Alana that are left. Because mm-hmm. Jason offs Tachum and his soldier. Teneniel's dead. Yeah. Uh and I guess Tenel has gotta like watch the whole consortium and they're all breaking up because of the second Galactic Civil War and uh mm-hmm. all the houses are being terrible. But mm-hmm. here we I get like... the ambassador who thinks she's gonna be Ambassador Ifra who thinks she's going to be in charge of everything. Yeah, which, that's which probably her plan is awful. So
1: basically, Ifra wants
0: wants to take out
1: as many members of the royal family as she can, I guess, including Tenel Ka's grandmother, Tenel Ka herself, and then kind of just assume power. Uh, and she almost gets away with it too, but for those meddling kids. Yeah. But also the fact that like. The Hapen the Hape royal family, the rest of the royal family was only gone for like a bit. Like they would have returned at some point.
0: Well, they were, she was trying to also kill Tenennial and Isolder. Yeah. They had an assassination attempt against them as well. But there's yeah. like every other royal house to go through first. Yeah. A- unless there's some like Hapen law of proximity that I'm not aware of, where by being closest to Tachum when she dies, then Ifrah becomes <laughs> queen by default. Which, Her soul's in me, I swear. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Tat takes the a page out of Palpatine's book and does an essence transfer to Alana.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Uh it's Todd Shum who is the one standing or on the throne of balance or whatever that Luke kept seeing in his dreams. Jason? I think Luke sees it too, but yeah, also Jason.
0: Yeah. That that is whole that- vision really fucks things up for Jason. Yeah, and- well they all have different visions, right?
1: Jason's because I'm pretty sure Luke and Leia have, like, a happy vision. Yeah. But we'll get to that when we read those later. Yeah,
0: we got we got a lot of Jason development to go through. And it we still starts have earlier the, than I The
1: thought. year of Yuuzhan Vong to get through
0: as yep. well. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we still have, what, this is book four? We still have, is it 15 of these? There's 14. But I honestly 14. think for some of them, we'll probably end up, once we're back, maybe we'll combine them or we'll do some other books and disperse no. them. Oh, no. interspersed. Yeah.
1: I'm not saying we do all 14 in a row, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying these so much, I don't want to dedicate anything less than a single episode. Per mm.
0: That's fair. Yeah. But we have. Uh, I have one more note of something that I really needed to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, the PDF version of this ebook, huh. uh, because it's of how it was made, it occasionally has the word lightsabers in a page number thrown into the sentence randomly Mm -hmm. and there's uh there's one point where it lines up just perfectly i think it says like Jaina ignited 50 lightsabers (laughs) and it's like wow this is luke you're really really elevating their like the uh, Kraya,
1: like (laughs) lightsaber
0: levitation yeah up to the max Jaina mastered it in her first week (laughs) it's super impressive
1: Mm mm-hmm I have a couple of interesting notes here. Uh, I mean, we still have to talk about the Zach storyline, and I mean, yeah. we didn't talk about the details of what happens. Basically, the kids all go to uh, to Hapes for a while, and they go between a few different places, and that's all all good fun. Lot, it's uh, honestly just like a, a lot of the book is just kind of the kids like bonding and stuff after the trying to get over the trauma of the 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 sparring session.
0: I don't like that, like Jason and Tanelkaw never come together and realize who's really responsible for this like or, yes Ka screwed up yeah Ka yeah. screwed up building her lightsaber but she's also counterpoint a child who should not have been <laughs> building a weapon yeah like or did they not, not read Romeo like Dallaire's book about this
1: <laughs> Romeo Dallaire you should, they should have just watched that one episode of George Strombolopoulos the hour <laughs> with George Strombolopoulos and it would have covered all that <laughs> oh,
0: I forgot about him me too. Is he still doing things? He's on Twitter, but I don't think he's. Everyone's on Twitter. Yeah, I don't think so.
1: I've got a fun little thing I noticed from this book, though. Uh, you know how. Uh, so Tachum sets up Tenel Ka to meet with, like, one of the species that lives in the uh, consortium. Yeah. And for one, Tenel is just kind of really rude the entire time. And it's like a her kind of let's go girl moment and she's crushing it and everything. But the species they meet is called a Marin. Um, and in Canon, that's the species that the Borgullet was a part of.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, I thought you would
1: enjoy that because you would like that movie a
0: lot. Yeah. yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, that really recontextualizes the scene for me. Cause I was thinking, with the size that they were described as in the book, or seem to be described as, their little tentacles wouldn't be able to just grab fish. But if they're the size of Borgullet, then yeah, if they're all Borgullet's. And I, I did think Tennokar was being like just terrible at her job. Oh yeah. When she was doing that at first, but then when she pulled out her her uh, last card at the end of the conversation, like actually, you you guys knew about this and you did She's this. Like, you fucked up now. You yeah.
1: fucked up now.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so I, that whole thing should have just been proof that Tendelgaard maybe shouldn't be in charge of things, uh, political I mean, things. Yeah. She, when her response isn't, you're be like initially, when her response isn't, you're being obstinate, it's, I have better things to do than care about your petty squabbles. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not some, some lacking leader. I mean, she's only like 14 as well, yeah. but. But I mean, she's just she just meeting with the fish
0: people anyway. Or the, the octopus people. Wait till Akbar hears about that. <laughs> I did yeah. think it was a little inappropriate that Ka that gets to Hapes and like the first thing that's there mm-hmm. is basically strippers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, they're just like talks about
1: multiple times how they're like just wearing loincloths. And like yeah. one's, doing, one's doing like doing a summer sauce for
0: stuff. It's like yeah, this guy's hot, but where are Jason, Jaina, and Lobaga?
1: Listen, I'm gonna lay it out for you. If you gotta if you're doing a loincloth and you're doing a handspring, your nuts are out for sure.
0: It depends on if it's secured at all sides. But it's a fourteen year old, it's not worth
1: taking the risk, I'm saying.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe don't have that. Yeah. As the entertainment for the kids. Agreed. But we do so we get uh we get some more of the fact that like Jason's got a crush here on Tanelka, but we we get the first
1: I, yeah what they're getting close to kes,
0: a kiss scene I think. Well, they had a few holding hand scenes, mm-hmm. but have we have we gotten to the point at this juncture to where we've established that Tanelka is also actually interested in Jason as well? Because there no. this could yeah this seems more just like. Mm-hmm. one sided ten cause like friends, but mm-hmm. just not that either just not that into you or oblivious that he's that into her, yeah uh, so we'll see how that develops throughout the series uh, spoiler that they have a kid later, but uh mm-hmm. basically on a on a one night stand as well, I think the only thing that we get that kind of indicates uh her. Having any sort of feelings that it could be just because she feels guilty about the lightsaber thing, mm-hmm. uh, is because is with like the room setup where she's like, Oh, yeah, mm. Jane is gonna like that. Lobaka, here's your fucking blank wall with a stick on it. But Jason, <laughs> please like this giant fish tank room, yeah, which would be awesome. Giant
1: fish tank room, oh. I'd love that. Like the Slytherin common room. I'm reading Harry Potter now, guys, so expect lots of uh, references as we go through. Yeah.
0: So um, Jason has a fish room. Jason has a fish room. What are the logistics yeah. of switch? Because he, it's Lowy that's on an outside wall. What are yeah. the logistics of retrieving the inevitably dead fish? Yeah.
1: At first, I thought it was like maybe it was just a glass wall, like under the lay under the ocean. But yeah, I don't know.
0: That sounds like slightly penetrable in a fortress that's supposed to be impenetrable. So, you think so, but they also use I guess starships.
1: Although as a counterpoint, General Grievous does kind of just kick through one of, or knock through one of those with his little staff thing. So Star Wars is probably just dumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching everyone. We've uh we've reached the final conclusion of the podcast. Yeah. Uh yeah. One thing that I liked is
1: one scene, it describes Tenelka as throwing stones with her good arm. I was like, yeah, that does make more sense.
0: <laughs> Thank you for the clarification there. I do uh, like yeah. how, so there There was one afternoon where Ephra uh, is telling the kids, oh, first off, there's a bomb in the banquet hall, which explodes. Yeah. And then they that's when they go off to the fortress, I think. And Schum uh, is like heading out to do the investigation. So I, I just kind of pictured that as an episode of Murder, She Wrote, where this old <laughs> lady is going doing this investigation. But uh, Ifrah is, I, I guess she's nominally in charge of them after that point. And so she sets up a wave skimmer for them. They're going off on an adventure with autopilot and she tells them, "Oh, I've I've plotted the course for you." And they get sent out into this like weird gross area with some seaweed that tries to eat them. But yeah. you'd think that like curious as all four of them are, they would have been like, "Hey, where are we going?" and checked the <laughs> autopilot and noticed, "Wait a minute, <laughs> there's no return course here." If I was yeah. if I was plotting an assassination, I would maybe chart them out to there, but also put in the return course because the thing mm. that's going to kill them is the seaweed and not the fact that they don't have a return course at that point. Exactly. At, at the very least to you get your stupid scammer back. It's just like,
1: is, are they even worth training as Jedi or is Luke kind of fucked up here? Cause they're, they're 14 or so like they're
0: not eight. Like, mm. well, they've been, they've been training for long enough and,
1: like, That's what I mean, like, and they still kind of fall, like, walked into this trap, and we get lots of talk about how sick everyone is with computers, but, uh,
0: apparently not. They're just trusting, and they were focused on other things, but, like, we know much better Jedi who've sprung the trap before. mm Obi-Wan and Anakin walk into traps like every three minutes and if you say that Obi-Wan and Anakin Weren't qualified to lead to be Jedi then who was people who wouldn't murder a bunch of children? I was gonna say yeah Anakin definitely not qualified
1: <laughs> Look at my notes. What else do I have so I, I have some fun notes for this book I'll just read you my notes sheet first. I, I wrote Luke hasn't trained them now scrambling. Yes, then I wrote arm scene Then I wrote Luke's fault tenel cough force then I wrote, should Luke have told, should Luke have told them about, uh, Tenelkaal's lineage because they don't know at this point. Uh, then I wrote Marin and Borg and then I wrote, kind of rude, Tenalcal, uh, Tenalcal, and then I wrote, throwing stones with good arm, and then I wrote, stomped with great pleasure. And that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> okay. Because they fight those bugs at the end, right? Yep.
0: And that was, a, is- that was foreshadowing to the fact that Chena and Loey at least decide to join a bug colony.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do fuck the bugs. But like they're pretty goddamn violent with these bugs as yeah. well. Like like it, the stomps thing is like Chewbacca curb stomps one of these bugs and takes great pleasure in La doing something. yeah, yeah, Lobacca. So. He literally, oh yeah, so yeah, he literally on, stomps the thing's head.
0: Yeah. I I do like the the fact that we get Zek's storyline uh, mm-hmm. contrasting this because he kills Vilus around the same time as like I yeah. have to actually kill someone. Meanwhile, you switch the chapter back to, that was like, Jason, uh, head goes roll. (laughs) Throw him out the window, Lubbock. It'll be (laughs) hilarious. They're sentient, (laughs) but who cares? (laughs) Genocide on his nest.
1: Especially Jason, like, who's supposed to be loving of all creatures. He's like, bug go brr. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I don't know. And then a bunch of them are drowning and stuff. It's just like, it's just awful. But uh, I guess they did, they did attack them outright. So
0: yeah, you, you but still, share. yeah, it, it'd be like if, uh, in the Jedi Academy trilogy, when Akbar, <laughs> it's the cathedral of like <laughs> the cathedral go boom. <laughs>
1: Not mine. I don't care. For pine squishy. Have, you shouldn't have put it there. Should you? <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah I guess that, that kind of brings us to Zek uh, mm. where like the rest of the Jedi storyline they escape they find out it was Euphra, Tenelka decides not to tell Todd Shum until she tries to kill them all again basically uh, yeah which I questionable questionable mm-hmm. they have a big gotcha moment like the end of all Murder She Wrote episodes where Todd Shum lays out the case I'm not that like you keep saying these Murder She Wrote references and like I can understand the premise
1: of the show enough to kind of get what you're saying, but I haven't seen Murder, She Wrote, or Wrote, Murder, She Wrote, Corey. I
0: haven't seen much of it, but Dana loves it, so...
1: You've seen enough. You don't know who Chad Michael Murray is, but you know all about Murder, She Wrote. Like, how fucking old are you? (laughs)
0: Look, I used to be a normal age for my age. (laughs) (laughs) Dana likes baking crochet and Murder, She Wrote.
1: Yeah, true. and Yeah. It's like Charlie's the uh, the 27-year-old who thinks he's 18, and you're the 27-year-old uh, who thinks he's... Uh, 92. 58.
0: 92? Okay, I was going to say 58, but... So, we're both 92, we accept that, and I'm going to keep making references to shows that I barely understand. I'm mostly just well, saying these things so that Dana might hear me saying them and be mildly amused by our podcast, and that's really what we're here for, to mildly amuse some people. Can you tell Dana to send me say she's got one episode of Murder, She Wrote,
1: to convince me? I I'll don't think it. she
0: cares. Well, but I'll ask. Her. Okay. Uh, But yeah, so Tachum has her gotcha moment. Ephra goes in jail. Tenennial and Isolder come back and are like, hey, maybe you can be a Jedi, but like maybe spend some time with us too for the mm-hmm. next couple of weeks. And I didn't, yeah. I thought like maybe a week, maybe a couple of days it was like a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, I guess there's nothing urgent that Luke has to do, like teach them how to use these weapons he's told them to construct and never decided to you know check mm-hmm. out but uh, but yeah so we have Zek at the Shadow Academy for this whole book becoming the Darkest Night and mm-hmm. he's he's accepting of Brachus's lessons uh, he's but he's thriving. competing he's competing with Velas so Zek is kind of the Darth Bane to uh, what's that other guy's name in Darth Bane the first one circus circus yeah yeah where yeah they're just, so
1: they're just student rivals in uh in a dark academy so yeah
0: so brackish is kind of training up zek and then tamith kai guazine kai mm-hmm. and uh other person is training via Velus, and there's a big epic showdown at the end and coral MVP that he is says, mm-hmm. Hey, what if we don't make them kill each other? They're like, Aren't you just a Thai pilot who sometimes
1: flies shuttles? Why are you in the room with the high command? He's like, Hi go brute. Like, that's why we keep him on. Yeah, then Bragg is claps. Bragg is like, yeah.
0: Let's talk to Palpatine again. But Yeah, so Palpatine left around a surprising number of recordings that said the word Zek in them, and they're able to reconstruct that into this fake Palpatine still, who is pulling the strings, turning Zek into his darkest night, and these guys are convinced that they're going to take over the galaxy on the backs of, like, six Dark Jedi, and as many hyper drives and turbo laser turrets that could fit in a single freighter from last Mm -hmm. book. So... What are you yeah. what are you putting the Vegas odds on the Shadow Academy and the Second Imperium taking over the, the Galaxy at? Yeah. What are we are we sitting at like two to one? It's not looking great, I gotta
1: say. Um I wouldn't be I mean, you know, I might put them on my pro line, along with a safe hockey pick, like for some good returns, but uh, it's not looking good. I mean, the fact that that one freighter with like a couple guns and like maybe a hyperdrive is like drastically increasing their military strength is probably not a great sign. And like Brackish should probably know that. Like he should probably know Pelion's not involved in
0: this. So it's probably not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, points for trying, but not very many points because they're not doing very well at their try.
1: I'm not giving them points for trying. I like the idea of making dark an army of dark Jedi, but like the army at this point is being led by Zek, who's been in school for like three weeks.
0: Yeah, he's been in school for basically as long as their vacation from the Jedi Academy was uh, to go and see Ka. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know what? He thinks he's a Jedi Knight. He kind of reminds me of my tabletop character in Edge of Despair <laughs> Series 2. Who goes into a bunch of Sith temples and like, wow, look, look at all this Jedi stuff, only unironically. <laughs> and I, I just, I don't know. I, Zach, you could have just said, "Hey, can I go to your school for child soldiers?" And then Luke would have been like, "Yeah, let's do that. I will yeah, gladly I mean, arm you,
1: and I will teach you more than any other student because you're friends with my uh,
0: with my niece and nephew." Yeah. I do like Jason's reaction when they got to the palace. like wow you're moderately richer than we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, at least more extravagantly rich like yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Jason is walking around with like a 2 trillion dollar gem that he's using as a battery, so <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh not a battery but the power is like a lens it's like yeah,
1: he's he's got his like flashlight with the little, like, unexplainably expensive gem in there. <laughs> After Luke forced them to. Luke's like, this is going to be way easier for some of you, Jason. Jason's like, actually, I kind of wanted to uh, buy a PS5 with that. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. I, I'm i kind of disappointed that the color it makes is, was it green? Yeah, it's green. It's kind of lame. I was hoping <laughs> for... There's some pretty wild colors in this one, though. Like, Babaka's
1: yeah. bronze... 'll Cause first one is white and then she gets a, a blue one later on. Yeah.
0: Um Jane, is, Jane is, purple. is purple. And she sticks with purple forever, doesn't she? Yep. Yep. She I think Jason forever. goes between like green and blue a couple times. Louis is always bronze. Or no, is Jason's always green and Anakin's is blue, I think.
1: Jason gets like red concept art or red art like when he's Kaidis, I don't remember him making a second lightsaber.
0: I think he Mm, I can't remember the duel between him and Jaina anymore where she was luckily trained by Jedi killing experts in f- yeah. Mandalorian
1: yeah Jedi killing experts like uh, like Jango Fett who did really well in his duel against yeah. Jedi
0: I'm surprised <laughs> no that the Ark's advice to Jaina wasn't okay first what you gotta do is make him trust you then outnumber him 63 to 1 <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> that would have been interesting Jaina pretending to be evil than just psh, getting them when money sleeping just right in the kidney. Jason never Go. would have believed it. No, you're right. You're right. I don't know. that. That's going to be some interesting conversations coming up. But for yeah. now, it's just Jason being arguably more evil. Uh, just rampaging through all these poor bugs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. But, no, that's right.
0: Yeah.
1: Anything else about the uh main plot line you'd like to, to speak about here? Do you think Luke should have told the kids well, I guess I guess he couldn't have he- have hidden it anymore because Okay, well actually one thing we could talk about is what do you think about Tunnel kind of Ka's decision not to get a new arm?
0: Uh I it's not the decision I would make. I can see why she made it. And mm-hmm. I like that it's in there. Uh mm-hmm. like I like you that you get that through the like that. It tries to show both Luke's decision process and say that it's not, it wasn't necessarily as straightforward a decision as people might think. Cause like it is this thing that isn't part of you. Uh, and maybe you like for her, it's about like that reminder. Like, yeah. for one thing, keeping in control of herself. And mm-hmm. it's also a reminder. But uh, there's a lot of stuff about like just bodily autonomy there that I think is mm-hmm. good to have in a kid's book.
1: Yeah and it's also nice to have a a character with a handicap in a book yeah. and crushing it. I thought that was I thought that was nice.
0: Yeah. So, good stuff there. I I think that was handled pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Uh, I do think that Lowie should have or one of the twins or Lowie should have offered to bring Chum down out of the window because the, they're going to say offer to cut off
1: their own arm in solitary <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last scene where they're all standing on the jedi temple where she they're all like holding their lightsabers up <laughs> just the other three off their left yeah. arm jesus christ <laughs> yeah. i do like a soldier's reaction like they're away so they haven't heard what's happened but the only thing we get is a reaction from them is like at least it wasn't your weapon arm Like yeah fair enough fair enough yeah like, I definitely get if I ended up cutting my arm off in a lightsaber battle, I would definitely just get the cybernetic arm like Luke has. I can't even guarantee that I wouldn't just get one anyways. Like, who wouldn't want well, a couple extra?
1: She's pretty much offered an even better version almost of what Luke got because she's getting like mm-hmm. a pretty much like almost a vat grown arm kind of like a
0: mm-hmm.
1: I guess even just more advanced cyber. Well, they just but, have um, a really
0: good 3D printer.
1: What was I going to say? Oh, um, yeah, kind of a dick move to make the the girl with one
0: arm carry the old lady down the rope. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's more capable in 99% of situations than the others, even after she loses her arm. But when you're talking about, like, going down that rope, just numerically, it doesn't work out quite as well. It's having her both go last, where she's going to be the one under attack the most. Mm -hmm. And... She's got to hold onto the rope when she's still getting used to all this and also get the old lady down. But I, unless she's just relying on Tachum to, uh, to hold onto her. But I, I'm still not entirely clear on how old or Cape like Tachum is, isn't soup. Isn't Tachum. like a weakling. She's, she's pretty old though. I think she's old. She's, I guess decently fit, but like her strength isn't supposed to be that. She's like super warrior princess she's more of the like politically savvy survivor in that kind of way. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she's like hanging on as they're going down a zip line. It just seems like maybe grab onto Jaina because they're going down in the middle, but they, it is the two of them going down together. So maybe that's it, but it's still, yeah. No, I mean, just don't do that.
1: Like, like, yeah, she's great. Like, with one arm, Tenelca's killing it, but you still don't want to put her in a two arm competition. Like, who's got the better two arms? <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of I, I
0: don't know. I think her one arm, on average, is better than both of Jason's arms put together. I mean, yeah. I'd Maybe not in sheer number. If you're having like a number of it's fingers, not sheer number of arms. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's it quality over quantity, and that's what Tenelkah out here showing.
1: Uh I'd rather Jason's two arms, I think, still. Just
0: well yeah, him. because we sit down here just in our basements yeah. making Star Wars videos, but Yeah. If you're telling me like if you're lining up Jason and Tenel Ka in front of me, like, you gotta be an athlete, which of these two do you wanna be? It's like, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be Tenel Ka.
1: And the first thing I'll do is get a cybernetic arm.
0: Yeah, 'cause I don't <laughs> I don't have the same Reasons not to get it. So you're right, that it all works out. Yeah.
1: Anyway, should we move on to final thoughts and take a look at some emails? We should. What are your okay. final thoughts? Pretty epic book. Yeah. Um really enjoyed it. Uh the series continues to impress. I really like this book. I thought it was fun to visit Hapes. I guess before reading the series, I thought a lot more of it took place just on, on Yavin, so it's been mm-hmm. a nice sort of kind of surprise, I guess. Yeah.
0: There's actually been very little that happens on Yavin. The first book was entirely on Yavin. Uh, Third book was like almost entirely Coruscant and a bit in the Shadow Academy. There was almost Mm. no Yavin there. Second book was a lot of the Shadow Academy. Uh, But what do you think about... What would your ranking of the four that we've done so far? Because we haven't been ranking these in with the... With our main book mm. rankings, which will at the end of the fourteen books, we're gonna kind of place them in in a group. Yeah. Uh, but what what have you thought so far? Uh, it's hard.
1: I think Lost Ones is maybe the one. Actually, I don't know. I think two or three is probably at the very bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I still I still really like them though. So I'd say two and three is kind of the lower tier, and then four and one are higher tier. I guess i'd probably like this one the most actually
0: yeah me too yeah what about you like i i think this is a pretty clear favorite for me of the four that we've done and i was even Mm -hmm. thinking going in that this was going to be my favorite even though it's been Mm -hmm. quite some time since i've actually read them Mm -hmm. uh so this one then probably uh the first one then shadow academy then the Lost ones Okay. The only thing I really remember about the Lost Ones is Zach eating the salad that isn't a salad, <laughs> so yeah, not a lot of high cool. highs in that one, Peckham's Mirror yeah. Station. Yeah. But I think we're cool. starting to get into the point where uh, I know I read most of these growing up, it's just I don't think I had all of them, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not sure which ones I had, so I think we're going to start getting into the ones that I didn't, where I, I'd like, I might not have read them, because I think I read... This and then Darkest Night, which I think is the next one. Yeah. And then after that, that it, it, well. I might not have actually read any after that. It's I don't remember because uh, I yeah, basically and... just had whatever I could find in bookstores at that point.
1: Yeah. And the next one, that go to Kashik, uh, I'm pretty sure. Because I remember that one quite well. I had that, that one. Time to get lumpy? Time to get lumpy. Um, all right. So, yeah. We both like this book. And uh, we are getting into possible baby territory. So maybe we'll have an episode next week. Maybe not. Are you planning on doing anything solo or with any guests when I'm gone? Do you know?
0: Uh, not for tap calf transmissions. But okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm I not going to. I just wanted to. I'm not going to
0: do one. anything without you here. Because okay. we're, we're like two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Without one side, then it's all heads. Wait, that sounds good. Or all good. tails. Yeah. Uh but yeah so I, we're going to be taking a hiatus hiatus a hiatus for unless Charlie wants to read some young jedi Knights books actually let's let's go into yeah, junior want... jedi Knights and me and Charlie will do some <laughs> episodes
1: Yeah okay
0: no we'll we'll talk about it <laughs> does that work we'll talk but about yeah, it Yeah so we may or may not have an episode next week uh yeah. and then if we have one next week there's a very low chance of one the week after that but there will be two or three yeah. weeks where we don't have episodes.
1: If we have one next week, I, I think we'll almost certainly not have one the week after.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Be,
1: it's, Kelsey will be 41 weeks at that point. And,
0: we're entering the 82nd trimester. <laughs> uh,
1: that's like, I, I, people were talking about their babies the other day, so I like quickly Googled. Myself, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm however many months old now. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, my little kid's 16 months. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was 200 and whatever months the other day. Yeah. Anyway, not that yeah.
0: funny. You're really coming along great.
1: Yeah. So do you want to read the first question?
0: Uh, yeah, so our first email for this week was actually from Asher who is doing his comic adaptation. Mm, so he emailed us this. the first of his NJO ones. Uh, if he wants to tweet at us with that, then we will retweet it at Uh, mm. at tapcaf transmissions. uh
1: Yeah, I read his Vector Prime one. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice, nice mediator in there.
0: So, Asher, if you want to just hit us up on Twitter with that one, and mm. we will retweet that there.
1: Uh, then we also had one from joel who says I have two questions regarding the post endor era of new canon Do you think that more stories take place in 30 year gap between return of the jedi and force awakens? Uh Or sorry Do you think that as more stories take place that they will clarify flesh out or slightly ignore Some of the more questionable lore decisions in aftermath like the demilitarization of the new republic They've kind of already done that they've already provided lots more context with like more books So I think they'll probably continue to do so.
0: Yeah that seems to be Uh, the way it's going like even the squadrons campaign is them getting the starhawk and stuff so mm -hmm. uh and that's not really a spoiler i get. like that if you didn't yeah
1: that was before jack who they demilitarized after yeah
0: but it's still like there's still some elements of build-up happening there and then Mm -hmm. elements of it stick around and there's still elements of like the demilitarization but then you get more yeah but like the resistance going on and that we do know there's still yeah imperials around but yeah, no, that's a good point.
1: Um, he also asked, on a scale of sh- the Shadow Academy to Warlord Zinge, with uh, Zinge being the strongest, how powerful would you guess Moff Gideon's Imperial faction is in Mandalorian? I feel like it's really small, like maybe a sector or two.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's uh, it's closer to the Shadow Academy end of things, but I don't think Gideon thinks that it's as powerful as Brakus thinks he is, uh, or that like fake Palpatine thinks he is here. I think Gideon seems to have uh, a decent idea of what their actual influence would be. So I- I'm more forgiving of that. But anything yeah. is made 10 times better by having uh, Giancarlo Esposito as part of it. So yeah, that alone um, makes it much better.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It's probably going to be small scale and that's kind of how
0: we both like it, I think. Yeah, keep it so that it it's enough of a scale that like the individual characters will still matter there and not have to get super tied up in like broader galactic stuff. Yeah.
1: Um sorry, I'm just my phone just crashed here. Uh the next one's from Jacob who says Dear Eck and just want to say before I got into a question, longtime fans of both your channels. Thank you very much. How Jason is now, how does Thomas Virgier and the Yujan Vong change or mature him? that it didn't do to his friends and his sister. Well, he was tied to a really nasty chair for a while. <laughs> I think yeah. is a big part of that. And he had a lot more direct and like a lot more direct uh, time with uh, Vergier when he was captured by the phone. Yeah. There's is the biggest thing.
0: There's a lot in this and like, uh, part of it would also go to, if you want to pick an equivalent experience for Jaina and Loey, uh, the Killick stuff. And there's, there's actually a lot to this question that we'll be going over pretty frequently as we get into the later parts of the use on Vong War and Darkness and Legacy of the Force. So mm-hmm. it's hard to give like a quick answer to it where like I feel like it's clear that like Jason with Vergier kinda got the the seeds planted that allowed him to become the Sith Lord later and it almost made Jason have kind of the hero complex where it's like, oh no, it has to be me that Anakin had almost Mm -hmm. Uh, where Jaina didn't end up going through that the same way, where she was more able to take, or she'd be more likely to call individual things her responsibility, uh, but she never got quite to the same thing that like the whole galaxy is hinging on my every decision, and if I don't do it, then uh, if I don't tell everyone what to do, then it's all going to suck. And I think a good part of that comes for Jason through his time with Vergier, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or his willingness to believe that when Lumaya tells him it. I don't yeah. love the, the the whole thing where, like, oh, actually, Vergier was Sith. I don't love that. But no, I do think I, the I, this, the idea behind it of, like, this, this is something that Vergier was imparting to him, and maybe she had, like, she was obviously corrupted in some way, and kind of passed that on to Jason, and then Lumaya capitalized on that. Like, I have no problem believing Virgier and Lumaya were in league in some way with that, but mm-hmm. the whole Virgir is Sith, I don't yeah. yeah, I think it's more
1: interesting that she's just a Jedi who, or a, a former Jedi who uh, has kind of different views about how to, uh, how to best protect the galaxy or whatever, but And who got super fucked up she- by
0: her own time with the Vong.
1: Like, yeah, just calling everything Jedi and Sith is way too simplistic, and I think that's the main problem people have with that retcon yeah. in my opinion uh, like yeah. it, it removes there's nuance for the character, okay, like yeah, she's like this, and she's got her reasons, but and then she's like, oh no, actually, she's just a Sith the whole time. It kind of removes like nuance from her character, and yeah, almost like agency sure. in a way as well, but
0: yeah, yeah, agents of chaos. <laughs> personal agency of chaos yeah well i'd hate to be a traitor to the podcast but i think that's going to do it uh we're going to find our unifying force for our channels later tonight when we're playing some Brio Kart in about 50 minutes over on x2 uh do you have any thoughts as we choose our vector that's going to be a prime way to get out of this podcast justin
1: um rebel stand shit
0: Yeah.
1: No, I can't think of any more puns.
0: Well, we'll have to do some closing thoughts and we'll go with uh, star by star for each podcast host. Uh, You're the first star here, so if you want to have any more thoughts come out now, uh, anything you want
1: Just leave a review on the podcast. I think Corey's going to try to cut me off here. Leave a review on iTunes or wherever. I don't think we got any of the juicy reviews that we were saying last time. If you want to read or leave a review... Um, maybe what's a word that we should have them incorporate this time I think greasy would be fun
0: we use greasy like you use greasy too much
1: okay slimy
0: and I'm not saying you should use greasy less I just I, I don't think that should be our our podcast review call word I'm, I'm not telling you to change who you are be as mm. greasy as you got to be there bud but for for our podcast review word.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, just leave a review. We'll we'll take a look. If there's any funny ones, we'll we'll read them next episode. Yeah. All right.
0: That's all I've got to say. That's it for me.
1: Good night, everyone, everybody.
0: Unless you're gonna go watch Rio Cart*.
1: If I don't see you for a few weeks, be safe.
0: We will have information on the Calf transmissions Twitter on mm-hmm. what's going on there. And I'm sure if you follow either of our YouTube channels, uh, then you'll see whether there's videos coming out or if there's any intros to X videos that explain the situation for him. Mm-hmm. But do you think there's anyone that wa- that listens to the podcast that came in just through the podcast and doesn't watch either of our stuff? Is there a person who does that? Hmm.
1: I'd, say, I'd say if we have 100 podcast listeners, which we don't, but just, just to keep it nice, I'd say there's maybe three. Okay. Three so percent, yeah.
0: All right. Well, with that, let us know if you're one of those people as well. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear that. Send us an email. But uh, that is topcaptransmissions at gmail.com. We are Corey and Justin.